0: Welcome to the New Chemists Podcast, one of the best chemistry podcasts globally. We are glad you are listening. We encourage you to subscribe and continue to listen.
1: Welcome to the New Chemists Podcast. We are glad you are listening. We are one of the best chemistry podcasts globally. We encourage you to subscribe and continue to listen.
2: Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. We are glad you are listening. We are one of the best chemistry podcasts globally. We encourage you to subscribe and continue to listen. Welcome to the New Chemist's Podcast. We are glad you are listening. We are one of the best chemistry podcasts globally. We encourage you to subscribe and continue to listen.
3: Welcome to the New Chemist's
1: Podcast. We are so glad you are listening. Feel free to subscribe on Spotify and tell your friends and colleagues about the podcast.
4: our deepest fear by marion williamson our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure it is our light not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightening about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine. As children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we're liberated from our own fail, Our presence automatically liberates others. i deepest be by Marian Williams. You are very important, especially to us here at the New Chemist Podcasting Group. You listening in is significant.
1: Vous êtes très important, surtout pour nous ici au New Chemist podcasting group. Votre écoute est significative.
5: Usted es muy importante, especialmente para nosotros aquí en The Nuche Mist Podcasting Group. Usted escuchando, es significativo.
2: Você é muito importante. Especialmente para nós do The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Você ouvindo, é significativo.
0: Είστε πολύ σημαντικοί, ειδικά για εμάς εδώ στο The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Το να ακούς είναι σημαντικό.
6: Sie sind sehr wichtig, besonders für uns hier bei The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Es ist wichtig, dass du zuhörst. Je bent erg belangrijk, vooral voor ons hier bij The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Dat je meeluistert is veel betekenend.
4: You are very important, especially to us here at the New Chemist Podcasting Group. You listening in is significant. Welcome to the New Chemist podcast.
5: Bienvenidos al podcast del nuevo químico.
0: Kalos irthates to podcast to
6: The New Chemist. Welcome bij de podcast van The New Chemist.
1: Bienvenue sur le podcast du Nouveau Chimiste.
2: Bien-vindo au podcast du Novo químico.
4: Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. Work hard. Be value driven. You can do it. You can grow and learn it. You can be the difference you and your community needs. Don't give up. We are here, rooting and cheering for you. Don't give up.
1: Travaillez dur. Soyez axe sur la valeur. Tu peux le faire. Vous pouvez grandir et l'apprendre.
2: Você pode crescer e aprender. Você pode ser a diferença que você e sua comunidade precisam. Não desista. Estamos aqui torcendo e torcendo por você. Não desista.
0: Δουλεψε σκληρά. Να οδηγείτες boris αξία. Μπορείτε να μεγαλώσετε και να το μάθετε. Μπορείτε να είστε η διαφορά που χρειάζεστε εσείς και η κοινότητά σας. Μην τα παρατάς. Είμαστε εδώ για να σας ζητοκραυγάσουμε. Μην τα παρατάς.
5: Τραβάχα δούρο.
7: In the world of pharmacy we lay the claim
6: Knowledge and compassion is the golden flame Science and practice side by side they groove In a
7: student's journey we find the move
4: I'm spinning rhymes with that medical twist Talking about the med that make you exist e poison, e Anemia of cancer. You know we combat it. It's erythromycin erythrocin fighting infections. Bacterial invaders. They face rejections. It's a palopath. Nexopo. Battling depression. This wraps a remedy. Here's your confession. Disclaimer. Please see your GP. Or your P, or your NP. This is just for educational engagement and it's motivational. We're rolling with the meds. Don't you forget the names from A to Z. They're in this rap game. Indications on point, they light up the flame. Prescription to the rhythm. That's the name of the game. Esomeprazole, Nexium, the GI infection slayer. Helicobacter pylori no longer a player. Estradiol, oral. Grace for a woman's grace. Vaso issues or that atrophic embrace. Esopisión Lunesta no For when it's time to dream Insomnia's no match We're a dynamic team Attain You're correct set. Accept Attain Accept Let's draw that down Attain Accept tenor set, embryo, arousal in the mix, ankylosing spondylitis, get your fix. We're rolling with the meds, don't you forget the names from A to Z, they're in this rap game. Indications on point, they light up the flame prescription to the rhythm, that's the name of the game. estradiol." An eternal gestural ring. Newer rings the choice. Contraception on point. Gotta drown the noise. Ito do la loading. For that general pain. Release the and We ain't playing no game. Excellent type. By, by your own on the scene. Diabetes mellitus type. Two, it's routine. mod setia for that cholesterol. high, familial hypercholesterolemia. Wave it goodbye. Familial hypercholesterolemia. Wave it goodbye. We're rolling with the meds. Don't you forget the nibs. From A to Z, they're in this rap game. Indications on point, they light up the flame. Prescription to the rhythm, that's the name of the game. Promotidine, Pepsid for Gertie, no more heartburn. Now you're living carefree. For motor peps for good it's the key, no more heartburn, now you're living carefree. For boxes that you love, hypercemia is full, not adequately treated, let that info flow. Fellow dip pain, plan the hypertension pain, blood pressure in check where breaking the chain. phenol break and tara. Fentanyl glides the call. hypertriglyceridemia will conquer it all. We're rolling with the mares, don't you forget the names from A to Z, they in this rap game. Indications on point, they light up the flame, prescription to the rhythm, that's the name of the game. Fentanyl oral. And transdermal, duragesic in style. Chronic pains are struggle, but we're versatile. Vexophenidine Allegra for allergies that sting. Seasonal rhinitis net freedom ring. Fentanyl oral and transdermal. Duragesic in style. Chronic pains are struggle, but we're versatile. Vexophenidine Allegra. For allergies, that's thing. Seasonal rhinitis, let freedom ring. Phidoxomycin, difficile, see difficile's demise. We're on our mission, no more compromise. Finasteride, proscar, propensity is the end. Benign prostate hyperplasia, we transcend. Anastaride postcar. Propitious the end. Benign prostatic hyperplasia. We transcend. We're rolling with the meds. Don't you forget the names from A to Z there in this rap team. Indications on point. They light up the flame. Prescription to the rhythm, that's the name of the game. So, there you have it. A prescription rap spree. From A to Z. we've got the remedy. Remember, remember, only for intellectual engagement and recreational. Please see your GP, NP, or PA, or pharma. Because these ideas are just motivational. Indications are clear. We set you free. Prescription to rhythm. That's the way to be. Indications are clear. We set you free. Prescription to the rhythm. That's the way to be.
7: Thinking by W.D. Wendell. If you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you'd like to win, but you think you can't, it is almost a sin you won't. If you think you'll lose, you've lost. For out in this world we find, success begins with a fellow's will. It's all in the state of mind. If you think you're outclassed, you are. You've got to think high to rise. You've got to be sure of yourself before you can ever win the prize. Life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster man. But sooner or later the man who wins is the man who thinks he can. Remember, strategy, hard work, collaboration, and execution. You can do it. You can do it.
4: Okay, good afternoon. It is so good. It is so thrilling. It is so exciting. Today we're going to switch things up a bit. We're going to be having a vis a vis, tête à tête, conversation on pharmaceutical chemistry. Um, so uh, I won't be referencing the notes of some of my professors. However, I won't be showing the notes. I'll be referencing the notes. Um, it'll just be an audio discussion with with uh, the notes uh, being referenced. So the first topic for today will be serotonergic and antidepressant agents. A reference notes of specifically Dr. A. Kulkarni. Um, so let's just go through them. Some introductory ideas: the biosynthesis and metabolism of serotonin, receptor types and subtypes, as well as we're going to be looking at uh, targeting and serotonergic signaling and then we'll conclude um, for that topic Uh, but this is going to be a long episode very, very long episode because we're going to go through serotonergic and antidepressants opioid agents cholinergic agents as well as some fundamental ideas associated with pharmaceutical chemistry So let's begin, let's begin, okay so serotonin, serotonin, otherwise known as 5 hydroxytryptamine or 5-HT was identified as a neuroreceptor ligand in in the late 1940s, serotonin is associated with depression slash anxiety, schizophrenia, hallucinations, drug abuse, appetite control, vomiting, etc. Just a quick note, these episodes are not intended for medical advice, counseling, or suggestions. Please refer and consult the relevant medical professionals, whether it be your physician, your GP, or general practitioner, your physician, your NP, your nurse practitioner, your physician assistant, as well as your pharmacist. Um, make sure they are licensed in the state and registered with the board as well. So, continuing on, advances in histochemical fluorescence techniques led to the application of radio binding assays for 5-HT and elucidated the pathophysiological role in a variety of aforementioned disorders, so depression, schizophrenia, obesity, etc. It is also established uh, it is also established that types and subtypes also refer to as... Families and subfamilies, so the types and subtypes are also referred to as families and, sub- and subfamilies of the serotoninic receptors, similar to opioid receptors. Okay, so now I'm not gonna show any structures in this. This is going to be a telete- a face-to-face conversation about these concepts. So serotonin, biosynthesis and metabolism, hydroxylation at the five position by tryptophan hydroxylase. Present in the serotonergic neurons. So let's just delve into what's happening with this serotonin biosynthesis pathway. Let's delve in a bit. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. So if we look closer or closely at the pathway, tryptophan goes through tryptophan hydroxylase. So tryptophan, which has a characteristic um, uh, indole functionality. So has a characteristic indole functionality, so an aromatic functionality, and the classic amino acid uh, backbone structure with your carboxylic acid, your alpha carbon, with the substituted amino acid through, or is processed by aromatic amino acid decarboxylates to form summation of my mel- hydroxy tryptophan. So, moving right along. Serotonin release, uptake, and signaling. Biosynthesis takes place in serotonergic neurons. Biosynthesis, release, and reuptake mechanisms similar to other receptors are is similar to the re- biosynthesis release and reuptake mechanisms are similar um, to what occurs in other neuroreceptors. The serotonin is stored in presynaptic neuronal vesicles. When released, serotonin interacts with the postsynaptic serotonergic receptors. So the action of five hydroxytryptophan is terminated either by its diffusion away from the synapse, with subsequent metabolism or reuptake mechanism back to the presynaptic neuron. So serotonin transporter, also known as five H T T, is a sodium-dependent monoamine transporter protein. So when we talk about some of these neurotransmitters we recognize that they are monoamine and that's the case with many of the catechol amines so catechol the catechol functional catechol group catechol structure and catecholamine. amine um so like dopamine norepinephrine serotonin those types of things um so moving right along monoamine transporter protein and it's also a druggable target for the development of antidepressants so that's an important point to take note serotonin transporter also known as 5-HTT is a sodium dependent monoamine transporter protein and is a druggable target for the development of antidepressants Seven types of 5 hydroxy There are seven types of 5 hydroxy receptors, denoted by 5 HT1 to 5 HT7. All except 5 HT3 are coupled to G proteins. 5 HT3 is a ligand gated ion channel selective for sodium cations and potassium cations. Okay, so serotonin receptor types. So you have the 5 HD1 family. So further divided, subdivided into 6 subfamilies, 5HG1A to 5HDF, 5HD1F. So 5HD1A to 5HD1F. Subfamilies are present in the CNS. So 5HT1A through E, also found in blood vessels, is involved in functions such as anxiety, addiction, vasoconstriction, etc. With the exception of 5HT1E, all other receptors of this family exhibit high affinity for 5 carboxyamidocryptophyte. So, with the exception of 5HT1E, all of the receptors of this family exhibit high affinity for 5-carboxamidotryptophan. So, uh, also, um, 8 hydroxy 2 di n popyl tetraline or 8-OH-DPAT or represents a selective 5-HT1A agonist. Very important. 8 hydroxy 2 di n popyl tetraline or... 8-OH-DPAT represents a selective 5-HT1A agonist. This suggests that an intact indole nucleus is not required for 5-HT1A agonism. Let's keep going. Okay, so 5-HT1A selective agonist i we're looking specifically at long-chain aryl papyrusines, papirazine, so long-chain aryl papyrusines or papyrusines, so long-chain long chain aryl papyrusines. LCAPs, LCAPs possessing long-chain substituents at the N4 pyrazine show good selectivity for 5-HT1A, so long-chain papyrazines possessing long chain substituents at N4 papyrazine show good selectivity for 5-HT1A. Buspirone was the first agent from this class approved as an anxiolytic drug. Structurally related compounds: gepirone, tandospiron, and ipsapiron. These agents act either as a full or partial agonist, a 5-HG1A. So remember, an agonist has 100% efficacy. Partial agonist has about 0 to 100. falls in that range of 0 to 100 efficacy or intrinsic activity. Um, and we're talking in respect to the endogenous ligand for the receptor. And that's a, that those concepts have been discussed in the previous episode. So agonism, antagonism, partial agonism, inverse agonism, all those other good stuff. So uh, continuing on, general structure, you typically have the aryl group, pyrazine group, your spacer, so your methylene spacer, and then you have the terminus. Agents containing phenyl, substituted phenyl, heteroaryl, all of those groups show good activity. So agents containing phenyl, a substituted phenyl, heteroaryl, all of those groups all show good activity. Changes in the peripherazine structure are not tolerated. It's important to note: changes in the papyrazine structure are not tolerated. The placement of the amide or the imide groups at the terminus is essential for good activity. One more time: placement of the amide or the or and or the imide groups at the terminus is essential for good activity. All of the drugs shown above have an imide. I M I D E imide. imide moiety in the terminus very important to note very very important okay so 5ht1 a selective antagonist so remember antagonist just blocks the function of the agonist some compounds belonging to this class display structural features similar to classical agonist buspirone So some compounds belonging to this class display structural features similar to classical agonists However, the aryl portion is usually comprised of two methoxyphenyl moiety. So the aryl portion is usually comprised of a, of a two methoxyphenyl moiety. Agents such as uh, WAY 100-135 or WAY 106 are referred to as a silent 5-HT1A antagonist since they lack any agonist activity. So spiperone is a 5-HT1A antagonist but also displays high antagonist affinity for 5-HT2A and D2 receptors. So spiperone is used for the treatment of schizophrenia. So when we talk about spir- you're talking about those, spir- those spirocycles, so spirocyclic functionalities. Okay, so let's keep going. Clinical significance of 5 HT1A agonists and antagonists. Drug development efforts explore the 5 HT1A agonists as therapeutic targets for depression and anxiety there seems to be good correlation between 5-HT metabolism and higher tendency towards depression aggression etc so drug development experts so we're talking about the clinical significance of 5-HT1A agonists and antagonists so drug development efforts explored 5-HT1A agonists as therapeutic targets for depression and anxiety there seems to be a good correlation between 5-HT metabolism and higher tendency towards depression, aggression, etc. Jepirone produced significant symptomatic relief in patients with depression. Buspirone was effective in the treatment of mixed anxious-depressive patients. Mixed anxious-depressive hyphen depressive patients. So lack of a select lack of 5-HT1A antagonists. Lack of selectivity in or with 5-HT1A antagonists, so the activity at other 5-HT receptor subtypes, dopaminergic receptors, etc., has limited the drug development efforts that specifically target receptors. That specifically targets that receptor. Compounds like LY four two six nine six five are more metabolically stable and also display improved oral bioavailability as compared to WAY compounds. So LY426965 is being developed as a smoking cessation drug. So let's keep going. 5-HT1D receptor selective ligands. So Sumatriptan, Imatrex, was identified as the first 5-HT10 selective agonist with only modest selectivity, 2-24, for its affinity toward 5-HT receptors, particularly 5-HT1A and 5-HT1F. Sumatriptan belongs to the indole alkalamine class of compounds, for example, zomatriptan, zomib. Narotryptin, Emerge, Musotryptin, salt. These agents bind and display high affinity and improve selectivity for 5 HT1D. Agents like Zolmitriptan, have possess superior ability to cross the blood brain barrier and are used for the treatment of migraine, cluster headaches, etc. Okay, so 5-HT2 receptor family. In general, 5-HT2 family of receptors are found in the CNS, blood vessels, GI tract, peripheral nervous system, and in smooth muscles. This receptor family is considered as a therapeutic target for the development of antipsychotics, anxiolytics, anoreptics, to so appetite suppressant agents subfamilies 5-HT2A, 5-HT2B, and 5-HT2C. There is significant amino acid sequence homology between 5-HT2A and 5-HT2C, greater than 78%. This explains the overlap in ligand affinities for these two receptor subfamilies. Classic hallucinogenic drugs like lysergic acid diethylamide act as full or partial agonists for this receptor. So, partial or full agonism for this receptor occurs with drugs, classic hallucinogenic drugs like lysergic acid diethylamide. The lack of type and subtypes of activity coupled with strong hallucinogenic potential has limited the use of 5 ht 2A agonists. Okay, so 5-HT2A receptor antagonists, N-alkylpyridines constitute a major class of selective 5-HT2A antagonists. Best known examples are ritan, serine etc. These agents belonging to this class in general exhibit greater receptor selectivity for 5-HT2A, C. So ketanserin is used for its antihypertensive properties, where was investigated for the treatment of schizophrenia. So atypical antipsychotics such as risperidone, used for schizophrenia and bipolar disorder treatment, Clozapine used for schizophrenia and an anti-suicidal drug, and olanzapine, schizophrenia and bipolar treatment also exhibit 5HT2A antagonist properties unlike typical antipsychotics these newer compounds have a lower tendency to exhibit pyramidal side effects such as tardive dyskinesia so stiff uncontrolled body movements tricyclic antidepressants also are antagonists for 5HT2A so let's keep going 5HT b and 5HT2C receptor subfamilies. 5HT2B receptors are present in the CNS and cardiovascular system. They are known to cause pulmonary vasoconstriction. Many ligands that bind to 5HT2B receptor also bind to 5HT receptors, and there is no approved drug that specifically targets 5HT2B signaling. Five HT two C receptors so at this to date at this at, at the point of this reading there was none that was seen by uh, myself and or the person who wrote this these set of notes. The five HT two C receptors play a role in regulation of mood, anxiety and feeding, etc. So lorcaserin, the five ht two C selective organist has been approved as a weight loss drug. Common side effects include headache. Side effects like depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, also uncommon, have been reported for, although uncommon, have been reported for Larcasserine. Okay, it's 5HT3 receptor family. So here we have the ligand gated ion channel selective for sodium cations and potassium cation, and not GPCRs. Its structure is comprised of five subunits around a central ion conducting pore permeable to sodium, potassium, and calcium ions. homology, is closely related to nicotinic acetylcholine receptor. So homology common ancestor. So agonist activation leads to the Activation of the nausea and vomiting center in the brain stem. When activated these receptors are also reported to cause seizures. 5 HT3 antagonists have also been used as anti emetic agents. These agents not only improve the quality of life, they also allow for the increasing dosing, so increasing they also allow for increasing the dose intensity of many chemotherapeutic agents, increasing the response rates for anti-cancer treatment. Patients taking paclitaxel, cyclophosphamide, and 5-FU, the so 5-fluorouracil, and other emesis-prone drugs are often predosed with anti-emetic agents. So, 5-HT3 receptor antagonists. Bemestron was identified as one of the first 5-HT3 selective antagonists. Many agents belonging to this class contain tropane or tropane like nucleus bearing a basic amine. Tropicitron, so anti and ricacitron. Anxiolytic, xatocitron, anti compound with anxiolytic properties, are examples of tropane containing 5-HT3 antagonists. Ondansetron and ranzapride. Both antiemetic compounds during cancer chemotherapy, gastroenteritis, etc. Hallo nosotron, chemotherapy induced nausea and vomiting are examples of non-tropane containing five HG three antagonists. Regardless of the presence or absence of the tropane ring, all of these compounds possess at least one set of protonation. Renzapride is also a full five HG four agonist and 5 ht 2 B antagonists okay okay so 5 ht4 receptor it belongs to the gpcr superfamily is a coupled it is coupled with gs agonist resulting excuse me It belongs to the GPCR superfamily, is coupled with GS agonists. Activation results in increased intracellular cyclic AMP, and cyclic adenosine monophosphate levels, primarily located in the CNS, gastrointestinal tract, urinary bladder, heart, etc. 5HG4 agonists include CISA, PRIDE, MOSA, PRIDE, BRUCALO, PRIDE, and RENZA PRIDE. Okay, 5HG4 receptor. Mosopride increases the motility of the upper GI tract and is used to enhance gastric emptying. Serious side effects include drug induced arrhythmia. Mosopride promotes gastric emptying and is used for the treatment of gaso-esophageal reflux disease, GERD, irritable bowel syndrome, etc. Procalopride is, is used for the colonic mobility. Procalopride is used for the colonic mobility. It does not reduce arrhythmias. Zacopride, Renzopride, and are also 5-HT3 antagonists. Zacopride displays anxiolytic properties at a therapeutic dose. Structurally, all of these compounds contain a primary arylamine as part of an aniline or dihydrobenzofuran ring. So 5-HT4 receptor agonists and antagonists. So 5-HT4 receptor agonists. Ptergocerod was introduced as a 5-HT4 agonist for the treatment of irritable bowel syndrome, but was later withdrawn after reports of increased heart attack and stroke. It is also a 5-HT2B receptor antagonist, 5-HT4 receptor antagonist. Ptergocerod was developed for the treatment of atrial fibrillation, AFib, the drug was also developed as a potential therapy for heart failure. 5-HT5-7 through receptors. 5-HT5 receptors are predominantly found in the brain and are further subdivided into 5-HT5A and 5-HT5B receptor subfamilies. So 5-carboxymidotryptophan is a non-selective agonist for this receptor. One more time. 5-carboxymidotryptophan is a non-selective agonist for this receptor. 5-HT6 receptor is present in CNS and plays a role in motor control, emotional stability, cognition, and memory. The 5-HT6 antagonists have been shown to reduce appetite and promote weight loss. 5-HT7 receptor is found in the central nervous system and in the cardiovascular system. It is involved in thermoregulation, circadian rhythm learning and memory is also investigated as a target for depression. So serotonin reuptake transporter, serotonin, reu- serotonin transporter, CERT or 5-HTT, is a monoamine transporter protein that transports serotonin from the synaptic cleft to the presynaptic neuron. It belongs to the monoamine transporter protein family. SERT regulates the duration and magnitude of the postsynaptic response to 5-HT and allows the body to, reu- to reuse serotonin, prevents the need for constant biosynthesis. CERT comprises of twelve transmembrane helices, both amine and carboxytermini are present intracellularly. It exhibits 50% homology with norepinephrine reuptake transporter and dopamine, dopamine transporter, etc. So, serotonin reuptake transporter, serotonin reuptake. Transporter is an attractive target for drug development. Agents that block SERT, so serotonin and Transporter, increase the synaptic resonance of 5-HT are uh, used for the treatment of a, of a variety of disorders such as depression, obsessive-compulsive disorders, panic disorders, and anxiety. Tricyclic antidepressants such as amitriptyline serve as non-deductive blockers for CERT and NET. They're active metabolites. They also block CERT and NET with varying degrees of selectivity. Selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors are much more selective for CERT over NET and lack most of the activity at other receptors, as seen in tricyclic antidepressants. Examples of this class include fluoxetine, peroxetine, fluvoxamine, cetraline, acetylopram, trazodone, etc. Agents such as Vilazodone act directly on 5-HT receptors, so 5-HT1A agonists, and also and are selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Suproxidine so Paxil is used as an antidepressant for the treatment of major depressive disorder, social anxiety disorder, panic disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, etc. Common side effects include drowsiness. Dry mouth, trouble sleeping, asthenia, so general weakness, sexual dysfunction, loss of the libido, erectile dysfunction, etc. In general, these class of compounds possess at least two-hour rings and sites of protonation. General, excuse me. General, these plus at least two-hour rings. Chemically, is a se- peroxidine is a secondary I amine mean, containing compound, and it contains four rings. Okay, fluoxetine, so Prozac is used for similar conditions as peroxetine. In addition, it is also used to treat binge eating disorder. Common side effects are similar to peroxetine. In addition, this drug is reported to cause discontinuation syndrome. Rapid discontinuation of therapy causes dizziness, disturbances, imbalance, tinging, numbness, electrical shock-like sensations, etc. Fluoxetine and other SSRIs when taken with MAO may cause serotonin syndrome. Symptoms include fever, agitation, diarrhea, seizures, muscle weakness, etc. Thus, these drugs are contraindicated in patients taking MAO inhibitors. So, when taking excuse me, flocks and other selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, when taken with MAO inhibitors, may cause serotonin syndrome. These symptoms include fever, agitation, diarrhea, seizures, muscle weakness, etc. Thus, these drugs are contraindicated in patients taking MAO inhibitors. Biloxidine is a CYP2D6 inhibitor and in some cases is contraindicated in dextromethorphan containing cold and cough medications. It blocks dextromethorphan metabolism. Uh, selective not selective serotonin we have to take transpoil. So uh, Serotonin, we are focusing on the serotonin reuptake transporters. Trazodone is indicated as an antidepressant for the treatment of major depressive disorder, anxiety disorders, and also to treat alcohol dependence. Unlike peroxidine, the drug does not display anti side effects. Instead, it is used to report, it is reported to cause fainting, increase in suicidal thoughts, cause arrhythmias, etc. Overdose may lead to serotonin syndrome discussed previously. Okay, Velazodone is a, both a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor and a 5-HT1A agonist. It does not display strong affinity for other serotonin receptors and selective selected for serotonin reuptake transporters versus norepinephrine transporters or dopamine transporters. Nausea, diarrhea, vomiting, dry mouth are common symptoms. Paresthesia, so tingling, pricking, numbness, etc. are also reported. When overdosed, the drug is known to cause serotonin syndrome. Okay, so that's the end of the serotonin segment.
3: This is how we calculate. No time to hesitate. Units of activity we will demonstrate. In pharmacy and healthcare, you gotta be first rate. Measuring potency right there's no room for debate. Units of activity, our aim is oh so clear, in micrograms per milligram, we'll make it crystal clear, so when you work in healthcare, there's no need to fear, we'll teach you how to calculate, have no doubt, have no fear. This is how we do it, when it's about potency, units of activity, that's our responsibility, in the world of healthcare, it's all about accuracy, calculations are the key, ensure safety. From antibiotics to vaccines, and everything between, potency is the game, it's on the big screen, standardized measurements, the FDA's routine, comparing against the standards, we keep it clean. Units of activity, our aim is oh so clear, in micrograms per milligram, we'll make it crystal clear, so when you work in healthcare, there's no need to fear, we'll teach you how to calculate, have no doubt have no fear. This is how we do it, when it's about potency, units of activity, that's our responsibility, in the world of healthcare, it's all about accuracy, calculations are the key, to ensure safety. Oh, the strength of vaccines, and biologics too, measured in units, that's what we'll pursue, we'll follow the guidelines, as they always do, for safety in healthcare, we'll see it through. So insulin's our friend, with its U-100 blend, for diabetics, it's a lifesaver in the end. Syringes and pens, they'll comprehend, when it's spelled out as units, mistakes will amend. Units of activity, our aim is oh so clear, in micrograms per milligram, we'll make it crystal clear, so when you work in healthcare, there's no need to fear, we'll teach you how to calculate, have no doubt, have no fear. This is how we do it, when it's about potency, units of activity, that's our responsibility, in the world of healthcare, it's all about accuracy, calculations are the key, to ensure safety. So now you've learned the song, about activity and units, keep it in your heart, it's like a pharmacy blueprint, with accuracy and standards, there's no room for disputes, this is how we calculate, it's our healthcare tribute. In the realm of enzyme kinetics, we delve, to understand the reactions that enzymes propel. They speed up the rate of chemical change, with constants and rates that we must arrange. Enzymes are catalysts, they enhance the speed, of reactions that occur with remarkable heat. Kinetics is the study of their work, and understanding it, we do not shirk. First order reactions, simple and clear, one substance to a product, path is near. With rate constant K1, they proceed, as A transforms to P at a rapid speed. The concentration of A decreases with time, exponential decay, it's not a crime. The rate of change, proportional to A's state, first order reactions, we contemplate. Reversible reactions, first order in kind, equilibrium sought, with forward and rewind. Keck tells us if P or A will prevail, in this dance of reactions, like a fairy tale. Second order reactions, more complex they are, two molecules collide, forming P, it's bizarre. The rate is now squared, K1AB the key, to describe how they react, we must agree. In the transition state, they're temporarily strained, with higher potential energy, they're briefly pained. The enzyme steps in with its induced fit embrace, lowering activation energy, increasing the pace. Michaelis meant an equation, it takes the stage, describing enzyme kinetics, page by page. KM and GAT the constants we reveal, to understand enzyme efficiency, it's quite a deal. Competitive, non-competitive, uncompetitive too, inhibitors at work, changing the enzyme's view. They block the active site. Or the complex they bind, altering kinetics, their effects we must find. Cooperativity, positive and grand, allosteric enzymes, in control they stand. They respond to changes, in substrate they thrive, maintaining balance, in the enzyme kinetics dive. Enzyme kinetics, a realm to explore, with constants and reactions, there's always more. Understanding these concepts, both theory and practice, helps us decode the enzymes kinetic dance ladies and gentlemen, today we are going to delve into the fascinating world of measurement systems, with a specific focus on the avoirdupois and apothecary systems. These systems may seem archaic in the modern world dominated by the metric system, but they still hold significance in the field of pharmacy and healthcare. Our aim today is to demystify these systems and understand their quantitative relationships with each other and the metric system. The text we started with emphasizes the importance of accurate measurements, particularly in pharmacy and healthcare. Units of activity are a fundamental concept in this context, and they are often expressed in micrograms per milligram. So, let's break down the avoirdupois and apothecary systems, understand their components, and explore how they relate to the modern metric system. The Averdepoise system The Averdepoise system is the most common system of commerce in the United States. It's the system we use when we purchase and sell goods by weight. Here are some of its key units 1 pound, LB, Averdepoise equals 7,000 grains, GR. This is our fundamental unit in this system. 16 ounces, ounce, Averdepoise make up 1 pound. LB. For example, if you buy a one-pound bag of coffee beans, you're actually buying 7000 grains of coffee beans. This system is used for most everyday items you might encounter in your daily life. The Apothecary System The Apothecary system, on the other hand, is a bit different and is primarily associated with pharmaceutical and medical practices. Here are some of its key units, Apothecary's fluid measure, 60 minims, M, make up 1 fluid dram, 3 or 3 degrees. 8 fluid drams, 150 minims, equal 1 fluid ounce, 75 or 3. 16 fluid ounces make up 1 pint, pt. 2 pints, 32 fluid ounces, equal 1 quart, qt. 4 quarts, 8 pints, make 1 gallon, gal. Apothecary's measure of weight, 20 grains. Gr. Make 1 scruple, 3. 3 scruples, 60 grains, equal 1 dram or dram, 3. 8 drams, 480 grains, equal 1 ounce, 3. 12 ounces, 5760 grains, equal 1 pound, 15. This system might seem complex, but it has historical significance in the world of pharmacy. The grain in the apothecary system is the same as the grain in the avoirdupois system. However, the other units, like the dram and the ounce, are different. For example, one pound (lb) in the avoirdupois system equals 7,000 grains, while one pound (lb) in the apothecary system equals 5,760 grains. Now. Let's move on to some practical examples to demonstrate the conversion between these systems and the metric system. Example one: Convert five ounces avoirdupois to grains. One ounce avoirdupois equals 4,375 grains. Five ounces x 4,375 grains slash ounce equals 21,875 grains. So. 5 ounces in the avoirdupois system are equivalent to 21875 grains. Example 2. How many grains of a chemical are left in a 1 ounce avoirdupois bottle after 3 drams are dispensed? 1 dram avoirdupois equals 60 grains. 3 drams x 60 grains/dram equals 180 grains. 1 ounce avoirdupois equals 4375 grains. 4375 grains. 180 grains equals 4195 grains remaining in the bottle. These examples illustrate the practical application of the conversion between the avoirdupois and apothecary systems and the metric system. It's crucial for pharmacists and healthcare professionals to be able to perform such conversions accurately. In conclusion, the avoirdupois and apothecary systems may seem outdated, but they still play a significant role in certain fields. Understanding these systems and their relationships to the metric system is essential for anyone working in pharmacy and healthcare, as it ensures accurate measurements and, ultimately, patient safety. So, whether you're dealing with grains, ounces or any other unit of measurement, remember that precision is paramount in the world of healthcare. Intersystem CONVERSION Table of Practical Conversion Equivalence Conversion Equivalence of LENGTH 1m equals 39.37 IN 1 IN equals 2.34 OM Conversion Equivalence of Volume 1 ML equals 16.231 M 1 M equals 006 ML 1 F3 equals 3.69 ML 13% equals 29.57 ML 1 PT equals 473 ML 1 GAL USY equals 3785 ml Conversion Equivalence of Weight LG equals 15.432 gr 1 kilogram equals 2.201 b, Avuar 1 gr equals 0.065 grams or 65 milligrams 1 ounce, avuwar, equals 2835 grams 13 equals 311 grams 1 1 b, Avuar equals 454 grams 1 i b, Apot equals 373.2 grams other equivalents 1 ounce Avuar, equals 437.5 gr 153 equals 480 gr 1 gal U.S.Y equals 128 F313 pounds water 455 GRI 15 ladies and gentlemen, our journey through the fascinating world of measurement systems continues as we now venture into the realm of inter-system conversions. We've previously explored the avoirdupois and apothecary systems, understanding their individual components and relationships with the metric system. Now, it's time to see how these systems can be interconnected and converted, ensuring seamless transitions between them. Conversion Equivalence of Length The metric system is the most widely used system of measurement worldwide. Here are some conversion equivalents between the metric system and the imperial system. Inches. 1 meter (m) is approximately equal to 39.37 inches (in). 1 inch (in) is equivalent to approximately 2.54 centimeters (cm). This conversion is particularly useful when dealing with lengths and dimensions, especially when you have measurements in different systems. Conversion equivalents of volume. Volume conversions are essential in various fields, including pharmacy and healthcare. Here are some practical volume conversion equivalents 1 milliliter, ml, is approximately equal to 0.061 cubic inches, in superscript 3. 1 cubic inch, in superscript 3, is equivalent to approximately 16.39 milliliters, ml. 1 fluid ounce, fl ounce, is approximately equal to 29.57 milliliters ml 1 pint pt is equivalent to 473 milliliters ml 1 gallon gal in the united states is equal to 3785 milliliters ml these conversions are vital when you are working with medications solutions or any liquid substances in the healthcare field Conversion equivalents of weight-weight conversions are equally important, and they often overlap with length conversions, e.g., length-to-weight ratios. Here are some conversion equivalents for weight, 1 gram, g, is approximately equal to 0.0353 ounces, ounce. 1 ounce, ounce, in the avoirdupois system is equal to approximately 28.35 grams, g. 1 grain, gr is equivalent to approximately 0.065 grams g or 65 milligrams mg 1 pound lb in the avoirdupois system is equal to 453.6 grams g 1 pound lb in the apothecary system is approximately equal to 373.2 grams g Understanding these weight conversions is essential for precise measurements and accurate dosing in healthcare and pharmacy practices. Other equivalents here are a few additional conversion equivalents to keep in mind. One fluid ounce, FL ounce, in the Averdepois system is approximately equal to 437.5 grains, GR. One fluid ounce, FL ounce, in the apothecary system is equivalent to 480 grains, GR. 1 gallon gal, in the United States is equal to 128 fluid ounces FL ounce. 1 pound (lb) of water is approximately equal to 455 grams (g). These conversions serve as bridges between different systems and are indispensable for maintaining precision and consistency in various fields, especially healthcare and pharmacy. In summary. The world of measurement systems is a complex yet interconnected tapestry of units and conversions. We've explored the relationships between the metric, avoirdupois, and apothecary systems, enabling healthcare professionals and pharmacists to navigate seamlessly through the intricacies of these systems. So, whether you're dealing with lengths, volumes, or weights, Understanding and applying these conversion equivalents is fundamental in ensuring the highest standards of accuracy and patient safety in healthcare. In the bustling world of pharmacy school, the first 10 weeks were always a whirlwind of information and learning. Students delved into the complex realm of pharmaceuticals, memorizing drug names, their indications, and the nuances of their mechanisms of action. For Sarah, a diligent student with a passion for pharmacology, these weeks were both exhilarating and challenging. As the virtual lectures streamed in, she diligently clicked on the link to the quizit page, which served as a repository of knowledge for the course. Each drug and its properties were like puzzle pieces in the grand mosaic of patient care, and she was determined to master them all. Week 1 brought her to Epiodin, also known as Epigen, Procrit, and reticrit. This drug was a lifeline for patients battling anemia due to cancer chemotherapy. With careful study, she understood how it worked and its importance in cancer treatment, Erythromycin, a powerful antibiotic used for bacterial infections, was her focus in week 2. The drug's mechanism of action fascinated her, as it targeted harmful bacteria, sparing the human cells. Esitalopram, or Lexapro, used for depression, occupied her thoughts in week 3. She delved into the complexities of mental health and how this drug could provide relief to those in emotional distress. In week 4, Sarah learned about esomeprazole, sold under the brand name Nexium. This medication was a crucial tool in the fight against Heliobacter pylori, a bacterial infection causing gastrointestinal distress. Estradiol oral, marketed as estrase took her into the realms of hormonal regulation in week 5. It had applications in addressing vasomotor dysfunction and atrophic conditions in the vagina or vulva. Week 6 brought her to Esau commonly known as Lunsta, a savior for insomniacs. She pondered how a tiny pill could grant people the gift of sleep. The subsequent weeks were a whirlwind of knowledge from adenecrept for ankylosing spondylositis to estradiol and adenogestral ring for contraception. She navigated her way through the maze of medications, all the while keeping a close eye on drug interactions, contraindications, and patient-specific considerations. As the weeks progressed, Sarah developed an affinity for the complexities of pharmaceutical science. She also became adept at answering questions like which drug inhibits enzymes irreversibly • Aspirin, and what may cause myocardial infarction as one of its adverse drug reactions • Ibuprofen Her proficiency shone through when asked, if a child has RISE syndrome, then which NSAID should be avoided? She knew the answer was aspirin. In her spare time, Sarah often contemplated the various mechanisms of action for NSAIDS, which were her favorites. She understood that these drugs inhibited COX enzymes, leading to a cascade of effects that included anti-inflammatory, analgesic, and antipyretic properties. The weeks were a whirlwind of studying, but Sarah remained dedicated. As she entered week 29, she learned to make real-world decisions. The scenario of a patient who had undergone an ophthalmic surgery a month ago and presented with swelling and pain in the eye prompted her to prescribe diclofenac. Week 30 was about understanding the nuances of aspirin. Sarah knew that a low dose could retain uric acid, while a high dose increased its excretion. The half-life, side effects, and mechanisms intrigued her. Week 31, Sarah dealt with a 65-year-old man diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. She knew that meloxicam was a suitable prescription for his condition. By week 33, she could list three contraindications for aspirin. Peptic ulcers, pregnancy, and hemophilia were on her list. In week 36, she was presented with a complex case involving a patient suffering from congestive heart failure. She knew that taking NSAIDS could result in increased fluid retention, making the patient's condition worse. As the weeks passed, Sarah learned about various bronchodilators, corticosteroids, and other medications used in respiratory care. She also became well versed in the world of asthma and how to treat it. The curriculum introduced her to the world of leukotriene inhibitors, long-acting antimuscarinic bronchodilators, phosphodiesterase inhibitors, methylxanthines, and monoclonal antibodies. She found these topics particularly intriguing, as they offered innovative solutions for various respiratory conditions. By the end of her 10 weeks, Sarah had become a well-rounded, knowledgeable student. Her passion for pharmaceuticals had grown, and she looked forward to the exciting journey that pharmacy school had in store for her. The first 10 weeks were just the beginning of a lifetime of learning and helping patients lead healthier lives. Title: Pharmacy School Chronicles: A Journey through Medicines Once upon a Time. In the bustling city of Medvoli, a group of aspiring pharmacists embarked on their 10-week journey through pharmacy school. The students were eager to dive into the world of medicines and discover the secrets behind those intriguing brand names and their corresponding indications. Week 1, The Mystery of Epiatin, Professor Williams started the course by introducing the students to a drug called Epiatin, which went by the brand names Epigen, Procrit and Reticrit. It was used to treat anemia caused by cancer chemotherapy, The class was abuzz with excitement as they began their journey into the intricate world of pharmaceuticals. Week 2, Unveiling Erythromycin Erythromycin, known for its brand name Erythracin, was the focus of the second week. The students delved into the details of this antibiotic, understanding its role in treating bacterial infections. It was a week of microbiology and a fascinating exploration of how a single medicine could combat various bacterial foes. Week 3, escitalopram's Healing Touch As the third week commenced, the class discovered the wonders of escitalopram, commonly sold as Lexapro. They learned how this medication was used to help patients struggling with depression, providing a glimmer of hope and improved mental health. Week 4, The Power of Isomeprazole In the fourth week, the spotlight shifted to isomeprazole, widely recognized as Nexium. The students were intrigued by its role in eradicating Heliobacter pylori infections in the gastrointestinal tract. They realized that medicines not only treated symptoms but also targeted the root cause of illnesses. Week 5, Estradiol's feminine touch, estradiol oral, known as estrace, took center stage in week 5. The students explored its various indications, from addressing vasomotor dysfunction to soothing discomfort in the vagina or vulva. They gained a deeper appreciation for the breadth of medicines applications. Week 6. Unlocking the Secrets of esopiclone. Week 6 was all about esopiclone, branded as Lunsta. The students learned how it provided relief to those battling insomnia. They marveled at the idea that a small pill could usher in a peaceful night's sleep. Week 7. Conquering ankylosing spondylitis with adenercept, the seventh week brought them to the world of immunology, focusing on adenercept marketed as inbril and Aralzy. The class discovered its efficacy in treating ankylosing spondylitis, a condition they hadn't heard of before. The world of pharmaceuticals was expanding their horizons. Week 8. Ethinyl estradiol and ethanogestral ring for contraception week 8 was a crash course in contraception as the students delved into ethanol estradiol and ethanogestral ring better known as nuva ring they understood the importance of family planning and its role in women's health week 9 tackling pain with etidolac etadolac, branded as lodine was the star of week 9, where the students learned about its wide-ranging applications in managing general pain. They appreciated the role of medications in improving the quality of life for many. Week 10, The Final Revelation, Exonatide and Beyond, As the tenth week dawned, the students delved into the intricate world of Exonatide, which came in the forms of Biota and Bigerion primarily used to manage diabetes mellitus type 2. Their journey through pharmacy school had come full circle, revealing the power of medicines to transform lives. The students of Medvely Pharmacy School left their 10-week course with newfound knowledge and a profound understanding of the significance of medicines in the world of healthcare. They were eager to embark on their future careers armed with the wisdom and insights gained during their educational journey title pharmacy school chronicles a journey through medicines chapter 1 the first 10 weeks in the quiet halls of the prestigious Willowbrook University's School of Pharmacy a new group of eager students embarked on a journey of knowledge and discovery professor Emily Anderson an expert in pharmacology stood at the front of the lecture hall on the first day of class. Welcome to the first 10 weeks of your pharmacy school journey, Professor Anderson began, her voice brimming with enthusiasm. Today, we'll dive into the world of medications, their brand names, and indications. The class listened intently as Professor Anderson started with Epiatin, Known by its brand names Epigen, Procrit, and Redacrit. Epiodin is a medication used to treat anemia caused by cancer chemotherapy. It's a lifeline for those battling cancer and the side effects of their treatment. As the weeks went by, students delved deeper into the world of pharmaceuticals. They learned about the antibiotic erythromycin effective against bacterial infections. It's the defender of the immune system, Professor Anderson declared, and her students nodded in agreement. Next on the list was escitalopram, a medication known as Lexapro, used to combat depression. A beacon of hope for those battling the darkness, the professor explained. Isomeprazole, or Nexium was presented as the solution for Heliobacter pylori GI infection. It's the silent hero, fighting the unseen invaders in our stomachs," she said. The class discovered that Estradiol oral, under the name Estrase, was crucial for conditions related to vasomotor function and atrophic vagina or vulva. A comfort for those experiencing discomfort, Professor Anderson noted. Esopition, commonly known as Lundsta, was introduced as a remedy for insomnia. Lundsta is the peaceful night's sleep in a tiny pill, she said. Adenekrept, in its various brand names, Inbril and Aralzi, became the hope for those suffering from ankylosing spondylitis. The bridge to a life less painful, the professor described. Ethinyl-estradiol and etanogestral ring, commonly known as nuva ring, was explained as a contraception method. A choice for those wanting to plan their futures, Professor Anderson stated. Etadolac, under the name Lodine, was celebrated as a general pain reliever. A soldier fighting on the front lines against pain, she said. with its brand names Biota and Bigerion, was hailed as the savior for individuals dealing with diabetes mellitus, type 2. The guardian of blood sugar levels, she explained. The list of medications seemed endless, each with its unique purpose and importance. In the coming weeks, students would continue to unravel the mysteries of pharmaceuticals Understanding their effects and potential side effects. Pharmacy school was a journey through the vast landscape of medicines, and the first 10 weeks had only been the beginning. The students were ready to embrace the challenges and knowledge that lay ahead, armed with the understanding of the medications that could change lives and offer hope to those in need.
7: Thinking by W.D. Windle. If you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you'd like to win, but you think you can't, it is almost a sin you won't. If you think you'll lose, you've lost. For out in this world we find, success begins with a fellow's will. It's all in the state of mind. If you think you're outclassed, you are. You've got to think high to rise. You've got to be sure of yourself before you can ever win the prize. Life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster man. But sooner or later the man who wins is the man who thinks he can. Remember, strategy, hard work, collaboration, and execution. You can do it. You can do it.
2: Welcome to the New Chemist's Podcast. We are glad you are listening. We are one of the best chemistry podcasts globally. We encourage you to subscribe and continue to listen.
1: Welcome to the New Chemist's Podcast. We are so glad you are listening. Feel free to subscribe on Spotify and tell your friends and colleagues about the podcast.
4: Our deepest fear By Marion Williamson Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightening about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we're liberated from our own fear. Our presence automatically liberates others. i give fair by Marianne Williams. You are very important, especially to us here at the New Chemist Podcasting Group. You listening in is significant.
1: Vous êtes très important, surtout pour nous ici au New Chemist Podcasting Group. Votre écoute est significative.
5: usted es muy importante, especialmente para nosotros aquí en The Nuche Mist Podcasting Group. Usted escuchando es significativo. Você é muito importante.
2: especialmente para nós do The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Você ouvindo es significativo.
0: Είστε πολύ σημαντικοί, ειδικά για εμάς εδώ στο The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Το να ακούς είναι σημαντικό.
6: Sie sind sehr wichtig, besonders für uns hier bei The New Chemist Podcasting Group. Es ist wichtig, dass du zuhörst. Je bent erg belangrijk vooral voor ons hier bij Chemist Podcasting Group. Dat je meeluistert is veel betekenend.
4: You are very important, especially to us here at the New Chemist Podcasting Group. You listening in is significant. Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast.
5: Bienvenidos al podcast del
0: nuevo químico. Calos, to podcast to New Chemist.
6: Welcome by the podcast of the New Chemist.
1: Bienvenue sur le podcast du nouveau chimiste.
2: Bien-vindo ao podcast du novo químico.
4: Welcome to the new chemist podcast. Work hard, be value driven. You can do it. You can grow and learn it.
2: Você pode crescer e aprender. Você pode ser a diferença que você e sua comunidade precisam. Não desista. Estamos aqui torcendo e torcendo por você. Não desista.
0: Δουλεψε σκληρά. Να οδηγείται στην αξία. Μπορείς να το Μπορείτε να μεγαλώσετε και να το μάθετε. Μπορείτε να είστε η διαφορά που χρειάζεστε εσείς και η κοινότητά σας. Μην τα παρατάς. Είμαστε εδώ για να σα ζητοκραυγάσουμε. Μην τα παρατάς.
5: Τραβάχα δύρο. Σε αυμπουλσάδο valor Puedes hacerlo. Puedes crecer y aprenderlo. Usted puede ser la diferencia que usted y su comunidad necesitan. No te rindas, estamos aquí animándote y animándote. No te rindas.
6: Work hard. Wees gedreven.
4: careers, community, research, and COVID-19. Thanks again for listening. Note, the views on this podcast represent those of my guests and I.
2: Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast. We are glad you are listening. We are one of the best chemistry podcasts globally. We encourage you to subscribe and continue to listen.
0: Welcome to the New Chemist Podcast, one of the best chemistry podcasts globally. We are glad you are listening. We encourage you to subscribe and continue to listen.